Hello and welcome to the episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelada. And today we are talking about the uh, Skyward Sword HD re-release that came yes. out. Uh, was it like a month or so ago, I think? I on think so, yeah. the Switch. Yep. And you were really excited about this one. Uh, so you picked it mm-hmm. up pretty much immediately. Because yep. uh, it was it was announced quite a, a high in advance, wasn't it? Like, I remember they announced it in the direct before they discuss mm. and, like, release the new trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. Yes. And you're like, okay, well, that's on the list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how, how have you found it? Like, what's been going on with it? Yeah, so I'm about, like, seven or eight hours through. So I've done, like, the first from what I can remember of the story, because I can't remember all exactly, but like the game is, it's a little, a little bit like Ocarina of Time and all of the, basically any Zelda game, it's like split in two halves, right? It's like, you do sort of like, you do like three dungeons and you think you're like, you're done. And then it's like, oh no, you've now got to like revisit all those places and like do loads of stuff. More things open up, yeah. That kind of, yeah, exactly. And it's, so I'm sort of at that midway point. Um, So I've got a good feel for like the remake as it is. And I have played Skyward Sword before. Mm. So I think there's a, there was a bunch of things that people were sort of discussing about the Skyward Sword remake. And I will, I do want to just sort of like work through the things about the remake that I've spotted specifically mm. rather than Skyward Sword in general, because Skyward Sword is a great Zelda game. I, I think sometimes it's not like universally acclaimed. I think like the fact that there's not really like a super open world thing, like you... You have the like sky area, and then you drop down into into the yeah. sort of and main I, and areas. And I guess when you compare that to things like um, Twilight Princess's open world mm. of, of Hyrule Field and mm. Wind Waker's uh, Great Ocean, yeah, I guess between those two, which are the previous two games before Skyward yeah. Sword, this was almost like a, a step backwards in terms of that open yeah. world feeling. Definitely, because it's because the sky is nothing like the ocean in Wind Waker. It's a lot barer. Um, Skyward Sword, if anything, is quite a like paired back Zelda mm. in a way. It's sort of more focused on story and action, I think, yeah. than like exploration and side quests and sort of like th- like a, a large world. Because there is only Skyloft. The right? one of the things the... that always hits me for Skyward Sword when I like look at it or look at any mm. video footage of it is that it, it's always been the the most narrative driven yes zelda game like yeah. they are actual characters as opposed to almost just sort of like talking pieces for their individual mm. archetypes you know yeah, like exactly. princess zelda slash zelda you know feels like an actual character you yeah know? and then oh, what's the main is it like Gehurt, not Gehurt, whatever his name Gerahim. is that's it yeah he he feels like an actual character rather than just sort of like the incarnation of all evil yeah <laughs> you know? yeah yeah i mean like some of the is you're right and i think in general the character stuff is better but still not on the level of a game with actual decent like characters and story mm-hmm. like it's sort of a little bit back from that but but yeah so thinking about the remake specifically like i think it's i think they've done a really good job the first thing you notice is that it's 60 fps which is really nice mm. like really really smooth um and the graphics in general are good skyward sword had a weird sort of watercolor effect um in the graphics um, which I think was primarily to like deal with the limitations of the Wii. Yeah. Like they used like very specific like texture tricks that worked on the Wii and made it look good on the Wii. Mm. And that doesn't translate perfectly. Uh, there's like some bits of it where you're like, that looks kind of weird. And the main thing I noticed is the faces. Right. The faces are a bit weird looking because they would have been quite fuzzy in the original, but now they're like super crisp and HD. And you look and it's like, that sort of like not cell shaded but 
not Twilight Princess either, like somewhere in the middle watercolor effect just doesn't work quite that well when it's really crisp and mm. sharp. I mean, a lot of those on, games like, back then had that look specifically to hide the yeah. the lack of graphical fidelity that the consoles yes. could handle. I mean, that yeah. was why Wind Waker was cell shaded. Yeah. That's why you had that like cinematic grainy effect on Twilight Princess. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So like, it's okay. You know, like it looks good, but it is a weird effect to like still be using but you also can't take that away because it would be like a different... You'd yeah, have to it's really quite integral to the look of the game as a whole. Yeah, exactly. Other things that they've changed, like everyone hated the motion controls on the Wii mm. version, right? With the Wii Motion Plus. Isn't there like a famous demo where it like completely failed to work on, on stage? Yeah, I think um, that was one of those famous like E3 presentations where yeah. it just didn't want to play ball at all. And I think I feel like it wasn't that bad on the Wii. And I feel like it's worse now. Right. Because now there's no motion bar. Like, what do you call it? Like the sensor yeah, bar? Yeah, the little sensor on bar on top of your TV, yeah. So pointing at the TV, which you need to do for like shooting the slingshot and aiming the little claw flying yeah. insect thing and like so many things that are involved in like pointing, you can't do with the Switch. The way that they do it is that you have a dedicated button to reset the cur- the crosshair right. to the middle. So you point at the TV, press the button to reset to be in the middle, and then tilting is is aiming. Yeah, and then right? it but, knows relative where you want it to be centered right. to the screen, yeah. Exactly. So it's like guessing, but that does not work no. as well as the sensor bar used to work, where that actually knew where you were pointing the, the, the Wiimote. It reminds me more in line with what like the PlayStation 6 axis stuff does, exactly, as opposed exactly to that. a Wiimote, yeah. yeah. It's exactly that. So that is worse. And then I think the, the slashing for the sword... That is still as janky as it was in the, it's not, it's not terrible, but it's not perfect either. Like there's a, I don't know if this is true, but, but I was like, I said to Tony, I was like, oh, they give you six hearts at the start of this game, not three. And she was like, yeah, that's because it's so hard because like, it's so easy to get hit all the time because the controls are so bad. So I think, yeah, the motion controls aren't great. I also have a problem where the joy cons for me have like bugger all distance that they can work. Yeah. And so across our living room, if I sit back it doesn't work and I have to lean forwards. Um, so to be honest, I think the new control mechanism is probably better than the original yeah, where you just, can just use buttons, analog sticks. Yeah. The only thing that's weird about it is you have to press and hold ZR to use the right analog stick for the camera instead of your sword. Right. Um, which is which gets a bit of getting used to, like muscle memory of like sword versus camera. Yeah, for sure. But But also at the same time, Skyward Sword didn't even have a free camera. It just had L targeting um, or like right. Z targeting. How weird. So so to even have a free camera is like, like that's good um, and, and really, really useful. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's better than it was where you could only L target. I guess this is one of the games that they were always going to struggle to try and bring across to a modern console, which didn't yeah. necessarily have the same like hardware gimmicks in it because at least with the previous ones like uh, Wind Waker and A Twilight Princess, mm. which is with the ones that they brought across to the Wii U's HD re-release, they have a much more traditional control schemes, right? Yeah. So this was always going to be the tricky one, I think. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And I think the the best way to play it is probably with the new control scheme rather than the motion controls. Um, I think it's worth trying them because it's fun and like it's, you know, slashing in the direction, but you have to not, you have to be okay with the combat sometimes being down to luck if you use the motion yeah, controls, yeah, yeah. Um, which is kind of how it was designed, to be honest. Like the, the the combat almost feels too easy with the new control mechanism because you can be so much more precise. 
so yeah it depends on what you like really the other things that they've changed is mainly like a couple of gameplay tweaks so they've made fee your like companion way less annoying right yeah, um, yeah. she like interrupted you all the time and now she basically never interrupts you right um there's like a like they've just disabled a lot of the like forced ones and you would have to press the button to like summon her when she says she wants to speak to yeah, you. Yeah, she just wants which to, you can to just press A do. to open a door sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can just never do any of that yeah. and it all like you never see her basically. Nice. Which is kind of weird because also it means that like there's less development. Even though she normally would just be like whinging at you about something or like telling you how to do something. The fact that you see so little of her mm. changes the dynamic between Link and her. Um, Interesting. Which is kind of interesting because yeah. you, you will literally like go hours without her appearing and then she'll appear for like the actual cutscene. And that's sort of kind of odd. And they've like reduced the tutorials at the start. Like they've made a lot of it simple. Like it felt like you could just get going, you know, and like the game's not like bothering you with like telling you I mean, how that's, to play that's good. I mean, that that's very much a case of they know that the majority of the people that are going to be playing this are going to be people who have already played yeah. the original. So yeah. I guess they're like, well, even if we have got new players, I'm sure they'll be able to figure it out because we're probably being a bit too handholdy back then. Yeah. Especially, I suppose, you consider the fact that the Wii was the most installed console, you know, for a very yes. long time. I think, right. it's, is it still the best selling or is it like second behind PlayStation 2 or something along those lines? Mm-hmm. So they probably had a lot of worry that a lot of people who are not as 100%. typically savvy in video game you know terminology and language yeah to make sure that they could also play this otherwise quite flagship game for the for the wii whereas now they know that the majority of people are going to be buying this are the more traditional zelda fans who play video games and thus they don't need to be told that they need to press a at a door or they need to exactly press the zl button to lock on or whatever exactly exactly and like the one thing the thing that was just base could have basically been a bug in the in the actual release is like it doesn't tell you the first time you collect a red rupee every time you play the game which i think it, skyward sword used to do right. uh, like every literally every time you played um so that's gone as well thank god um, <laughs> and i know people were bothered about the fact that like you need an amiibo in order to fast travel anywhere mm. like that was like a thing that was a bit of controversy there are so many bird statues in this game like the, the are the things that let you do fast travel and they have so little purpose now because the game auto saves but right. the bird statues are still there to save and you don't need to um which is kind of weird but yeah like you really don't need the the amu- it's fine like you can literally fast travel all the time yeah um, I, I guess this is the problem with bringing old games onto new technology that have those differences of modern conveniences you know yeah um so I, I guess I'll, uh, one of the ways to take away from this is if you want to play the original experience, just go and dig out your Wii, right? Yeah, to some extent. Um, and it's and it's really interesting going and doing that because the one thing I wanted to sort of like end on was like, it's really interesting seeing how many influences, how much Skyward Sword influenced Breath of the Wild mm. in the sense that like there's, you've got like stamina, there's a lot more climbing in Skyward Sword. You have like items that break. Like your shields break all the time mm. in in um, Skyward Sword, and like you can upgrade stuff. Like very like these, you know, you've got like yeah, like you've got like a limited set of items you can hold. Like you've got an inventory that you have to manage and like upgrade your inventory, and you have like a bank of items that you can swap things in and yeah, out. Yeah, you of. can see the the influence there. Yeah, definitely, it's really interesting. Nice. I'm glad you've enjoyed it, and and it sounds like an interesting one. It sounds like they've they've tried at least. It's not just yes, a little definitely. hack job of like, yes, it's HD by you know 
passing it through an AI upscaler or something, and that's yeah. the end of it. They've actually tried to make it work on modern hardware, um, definitely more successfully than others in some places. But you know, um, but it also just makes it more accessible as well. Like, I mean, yeah. sure, we we've just said you know go and dig out your old Wii, but for some people, maybe they don't own a Wii, maybe they never did. I mean, I have literally never played Skyward Sword, so for yeah. me, this would be the way to play it. You know, because I do uh, yeah, own a this Switch. Is definitely- this is definitely the way to play it versus the original. Like, it's 100% an improvement on the original, um, for sure. But I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I hope you finish yep. it. Uh, I hope you, uh, I you you stick with it and you get through to the end and then you can tick that one off the list. And hopefully definitely. by then we'll have a bit more information on Breath of the Wild 2, whatever that's going to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, But when that does happen, uh, we will certainly come back and let everyone know about it. But until then, I'm Saffron. And I'm Gelada. And catch us again for another Actal FM soundbite very soon.